You're watching the Green Machine Live. David Dunn here, joined by Martin, and we are live in Faro. Don't worry, we didn't get it wrong plane and go to Gibraltar instead. We did get the correct plane. We are here in Faro, and it's a beautiful evening out. I don't know if you can see that behind me, that uh, Faro. And um, <laughs> yeah, I've got uh, this young man next to me. Go on, Martin Sean, what are you drinking? Oh, yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm having a local brew. Yeah, uh, he, sagres. He's well on the lash. Very nice. Through, um, in honour of Nick, and we're missing you, Nick, and just want to say uh, thanks for your help there with the technical issues. And Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, um, just a uh, disclaimer, if you're listening back on this on the audio, uh, if we do have some audio problems, we do apologise. Uh, we are live over here in Portugal, and uh, just let us know. Let us know in the comments um, how that uh, sounds. And, of course, we are Irish Football's most interactive podcast, so... We want you to have your say. Anything you want to talk to us about, anything you've seen in the news, you want to discuss, anything you want to say, uh, we want to hear from you guys out there. We want to also hear about what you think about Stephen Kenny. Is this his last game? Will he keep him on? I know the FEI have said, well, we don't really want to, we don't want to rock, rock the boat too much, but will defeat tomorrow here in Faro mean Kenny's number is up one month earlier? Just uh, get onto us there anyway, guys. We're going to have a little look at uh, tomorrow's game, a little preview. Martin, of course, um, it was absolutely dreadful uh, in uh, Dublin on Friday, 2-0 down at halftime, of course, and that was really it. It was probably one of the worst nights in Irish football. Can you remember a worse night than that in recent memory? You are old. I am old, yeah. Um, yeah, great to be on the, the pod tonight we we did say we'd do it dave we said we'd do a live one yep and we're on the road uh fans who do travel to games so this is why we do it um so yeah do leave your comments but yeah in answer to your question yeah i think the cyprus 5-2 understand was very um, course, yeah that was awful that. yeah the most horrible atmosphere yeah. i've ever been at an island match and um i'm hoping we don't get a repeat of that tomorrow night um i i certainly hope the fans won't turn like they did then but i think the fans are turning a little bit um on the kind of project as it is and it's you know, disappointing results the other night, you know, trying to make out this 41,000 there when we know there's not. I think questions have to be asked as well at the FAI. I did have a bit yeah. of a rant the other night about that. But, um, you know, back to the football, you know, we should be winning here tomorrow night. Um, I'm looking to, yeah, comfortably as well. We should be. I mean, it, it will give us all a lift as well. You know, I know that Nick will be watching and very disappointing after the, the rugby yesterday. So the country does need the lift, and it's ironic now that it's going to be the footballers who are going to give us that. <laughs> yeah. But tune in, lads, rugby lads. The, the boys are green. We'll, we'll sort you out. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I mean, um, I mean, I wasn't even angry at the end of the game on Friday. It was more apathy than anything else, which I don't know was worse. For me, I, I think it's like, don't know what you guys out there. By the way, we want, it, we want to see your comments coming in. By the way, do ask us. Get involved. Uh, we are live. Um, it was a bit like the football equivalent of your parents being disappointed with you more than angry and you want to you want them to be angry because you know which is worse i think that was the feeling wasn't it around lansdown road it was just people like oh, we've wanted something like this for a very long time so we need to go in give our lads a chance to express themselves we've had it and it just hasn't worked has it no it's not worked and it's, it's sad i think a lot of us you know whether you're kenny in or kenny out from the outset you, you we did want to see the irish team be successful and sadly three years on we're not um, there has been progress capping all the young lads as well. I think it's been a big thing. And Kenny does talk about it often, yeah. as we know. But, you know, it's results at the end of the day. And I think if you look at the, you have to start questioning the manager, because I think if you look at any other manager, 
they would get results out of these players. I think that's yeah. my turning point now, to be honest. I, I think there's been a few, there's a few hallmarks, I think, of Ken Gira um, out there. Like, you know, there's a few things you expect. A strong start. I said it. I said we'll start mm. strongly. I thought we'd score. We didn't, although, you know, we, we, we kissed the post. Um, it seems to be the hallmark of Ken Gira. Strong start, and then we capitulate. And it just seems to me as well that the manager over time has just found, has done his best to find a way to sort of hammer in some of the senior lads, uh, much to the detriment of the squad, who I think a lot of them have let him down. Um, get, I want your, your guys, you guys out there, uh, I want your opinion on this as well. But, um, you know, like Shane Duffy, nothing against Shane Duffy, a uh, fantastic defender, but he, in the style of play that Kenny wants, you know, he's, he's more of a liability now, isn't he? Because he's not a ball playing centre half. And yet, instead of actually putting Liam Scales in there next to uh, Collins, he puts Shane Duffy in there and he puts uh, Liam Scales out and left. Mm. And Liam Scales will be playing as a centre-back all um, season with Celtic in the in the Champions League. You know, Matt Doherty, nothing against Matt Doherty. Uh, why is he involved now? I mean, surely his, his time has come. He's not, he hasn't started a game for Wolves all season. Festi Ebiselli, he is um, on, you know, he's on the ascent I didn't know he's in Syria, but it's just he's been. It's just been these mistakes for me for the Kenny, for, for Stephen Kenny, where he just insists. No, I've got to put the senior players in. Is that do you think to appease the senior players? Is that to keep them on side, or it doesn't make any it, sense? It's a little bit that I think he's got to look at leadership within the squad. And Shane Duffy, look, let's be honest, he, he left him out of previous squads. It was the end I thought for, Stephen, uh, for Shane Duffy, and yet he brought him in, and he and he made him captain again. And, and you'd have to question that a little bit. Like, okay, it's a senior player, so I can understand that. Yeah. But you know, we thought it was the end for him, and and he's back in there. Liam Scales, another one, not good enough to play him also when you can experiment and cap him. And yet you play him in a biggest game, arguably we've had in the group. We needed to win the other night, and we didn't have it, have that no. win. And you know he, he he felt he's good enough. Just and is that on the back? That's only on the back of him, obviously being uh, played by Selwick and stuff. And and Brendan Rodgers probably talking him up. But you know there's just too many inconsistencies with the squad selection, team selection as well. You know Doherty, he has frustrated. He he's a he's that yeah. bigger now. I think to be honest with you, I think Jeff Hendricks out of there now. I think it seems to be Doherty does seem to be the scapegoat a little bit now. I mean, he's just not performed I, as we need him to do. I thought what what has really just kind of crystallised this, you know, the last few months. Uh, there was a moment there deep in the second half. Greece were sitting nice and comfy with a two in the lead. You know, they're like, yeah, you come with us because we know you're not going to do anything with it. Shane Duffy has the ball. Doherty's screaming for it on the right-hand side. And all it requires is just to hit in front of Doherty and he hits it to his feet, but actually goes behind Doherty. Mm. That was it. It's just that sort of thing. And you've got two lads that really shouldn't be in the team. You know, I, and yeah, you're right. I think uh, with Doherty, he's, he's persevered with Doherty. And of course, Doherty came out and said in the press conference, didn't he, that I think he should get another contract. Uh, what did you make of Gus Poyet's uh, comments there? He said that, um, I don't know if his current employers would be too happy about this, but he did say in a post-match that he'd actually, oh yeah, Ireland's a team I'd like to manage. Because he was going on about you lot in your tracksuits. Yeah, he'd probably been a bit diplomatic, I think, and, and that he, you know, he, he's a quality international manager. He's, he's done all right with them, hasn't he? And, and he's certainly one who's familiar with the kind of British-Irish game, so he would know some of the players mm. and stuff. So it, it, it's not a, unfeasible, but I think it's money ultimately with this this level. And, you know, I saw someone say the other day, Stephen Kenny's on decent dough for what we're getting Absolutely. from him. Yeah, and Absolutely. we're just not delivering on that, I don't think. And I think one of the, uh, one of the sad things of, about the, the whole build up to it. I mean, we used to criticise when um, 
Roy Keane was thrown up in, in the press conferences, didn't we? And yeah, we had Keith Andrews out there the other day, and it was a little bit like Roy Keane used to do, you know, put a quote out there that's going to be sensationalised. That's what he did the other day with the Gary Dicker thing and about, you know, spies in the camp and things yeah. like that. It, it didn't work, though, you know. Back for Keith exactly. Andrews, just he, he looked a bit silly with it, I think. And, and yeah. then Kenny's not backing him, or is he? We just don't know what's going well, on. Well, so he's a bit of a mess in the camp, to be honest. Well, Kenny did turn around and say, didn't he, that I'm not getting involved in that, but it is what it is. I think one of the quotes was in the Irish Times, oh, well, no, it's not. It is not no. what it is. It's important. Um, it's important. You're representing the team, whatever level you are. Like, ev yeah. everyone, you know, adorned with the, the, the Irish tops and all that kind of stuff the backroom staff as well you know they've got their initials on the yeah thing, haven't they dave and, and they're, yeah, and they're you've, got uh, your, you've got yours they're representing um ireland ultimately so you know what they do does reflect on them and i think Stephen kenny is ultimately responsible for that roy Keane used to get martin o'neill used to get called out for roy Keane's comments and things and just always back him so i think that's another thing that is is worrying me a little bit there's a lot in this camp that i'm not happy about i'm not happy about the james mclean releasing that he he's basically told yeah. us he's having a testimonial um at the end of the uh, at the end of november because he's said i'll be available for the november game left out on this one and he announces international retirement not happy with the keith andrews thing i'm not happy with the sammy schmodix thing and i'm not happy with the performance ultimately and i think the pressure on is on the manager now tomorrow night uh, we've got to get a performance out there and i think the hardcore fans and i would say they're hardcore fans traveling mm. because it's a dead rubber they've come over here now to um Portugal to watch Ireland and we were expecting to put this team away. Wales beat them convincingly the other night. We've got a now team as well. Yeah. You know, we've got to go on and perform and well, that's it. What do you think if we don't what if we don't get a result tomorrow? I think if we if we lose tomorrow night, he's got to walk away straight away. He, he has got to he has got to resign. He has got to resign tomorrow night yeah. if we lose. Without a doubt, he has to. How can he stay in like he could have done it the other night? But he, he didn't do it the other night because we had this game coming up. But what, if we lose to Gibraltar, he has got to walk away. He's what, got to. What do you guys think about that, by the way, Martin? I just made a little headline there. Um, if we lose tomorrow, or oh, don't win tomorrow, does Stephen Kenny have to fall on the sword? Or if we lose, if we lose to Gibraltar, Dave, that's that's the worst result in our probably in our history. Yeah, I mean we almost we almost had a draw with San Marino a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm just I'm filling around my headsets and getting a, an absolute. A lot of feedback in my ear. I hope you guys don't hear it. If so, please let us know. It's um, just a little bit distracting. Um, also, I mean, a mate of mine was I was chatting away to him, and he can't. He his idea was why not just put him a gardening leave and let John O'Shea take over the team, uh, maybe for the final window. I mean, I you're going to pay him anyway. They're all going to get paid. I, yeah, I, I think no, that that's not really what the FAI would do. They seem to be, as we know, with the Vera Power situation. We know yeah. that they like to see out the contracts, and then it's all nice and easy and simple and stuff. And you have to remember as well, we don't have the ho hopefully we don't have the contract debacle that we did with uh, previous managers, where, for example, Robbie King, um, and hope Robbie's safe and the family are all okay now. Of course, of course yeah, yeah, but um, you know, um. Dave, <laughs> sorry. I, I mean, some sorry. of the some of the comments about that were quite ridiculous. But, um, on the but bed. no, you know, I, I think you know yeah. he, he was his contract term was longer than the backroom staff, and I think that's important to know as well that um, we do have um, the, the whole backroom staff will be part of this. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So tell us what you think about that. Should the FAI put Kenny in guarding leave if we do? Um... Okay. Just getting a little update from Nick about our um, technical difficulties. This is what happens when you're on the road. Oh, has it sort of gone away? No. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, what, what do you guys think out there? Do you think he should uh, 
he should walk away if we don't get a result uh, tomorrow. Um, or maybe put him on gardening leave. Who knows? Do you reckon, should we, should we get into the comments? We got yeah, definitely. Comments think, yeah. yeah, he's he's gasping for a pint. Um, by the way, we will be live, obviously, um, we Wi-Fi pending. We will be live from the stadium in Faro. What's it called? The Faro Stadium? You were here. I was here and um, saw Ronaldo break that history at the time. So You did? I did. Um, and I saw Bazunu in the lovely blue shirt that I'm still trying to get hold of, make a penalty safe that night. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't the only bit of controversy about that, <laughs> Martin, was it? Uh, you should ask Martin about that. Uh, that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, uh, we, had, we had a good flight, actually, coming over. I'll tell you what, Stansted Airport is a shitty airport. It's an arsey airport. They're all arsey, right? It was coming over, and we paid for the fast track because, you know, we're celebs. Um, and he was late. And actually, I was a bit late, too. And... Uh, What's Nick saying? No, we're just checking a technical issue we're there. We're just technical. Sorry. Just not correct, Mike. Mike. Okay. Uh, we do apologise again for the old uh, audio issues. But yeah, um, so I was going fast track and uh, the old lady, it was one lady in the fast track, she was like, go mad at everybody. And I had all my beautiful toiletries, you know, I'm a well-groomed man, as you know, um, in the bag. And she goes, that's not regulation size. You need to use one of these. It was the exact same size. Yeah, it was. A, but that was a very funny moment, though, like coming through there because, uh, like, we obviously are the Green Machine podcast. Yeah. But I didn't realise the two Johnnies were travelling with us. <laughs> you never know, right? <laughs> you might not get. Listen, just because we might not get lucky on the pitch doesn't mean I don't get lucky off it. Stay safe. It's kind of a rule. Bally up. Um, <laughs> want a tip? There you go. Um, right, let's uh, let's get into the comments. But yeah, we will be live from the stadium tomorrow. Obviously, uh, Wi-Fi dependent. Nick will be joining me, hopefully for the pre-game and the post-match aftermath. So as always, guys, have your say, leave a comment, get involved. And we're going to get into the comments. We're going in a little bit early with the comments because we're getting so many comments. And by the way, thank you for that. And thank you uh, for following the Green Machine and Lanson Road during um, the international windows. You know, we seem to be getting... Just getting more and more interaction. It's great. I've seen a couple of comments there. First time catching us live. Uh, young Sean Kelleher uh, there on YouTube. Thank you for that, Sean. Uh, we do apologise if there are any issues with the audio. Ed. It's not normally, but uh, it's normally a lot better quality. It's just, you know, when you're travelling, these things happen. So we're going to get into the comments, guys. And yet again, before we get into it, thank you so much for giving us your support. Now, an old favourite of the podcast will kick things off. Graham Farrell, he thought it was Gibraltar. Actually, a lot of people um, on the page thought that we got the wrong flight. Yeah. No, we, it was our attempt at humour, wasn't it, Martin? Yeah, it was. Yes, and I thought it was quite smashing, actually. That was very funny. Um, you never know what you're going to get with social media. Uh, Jude Clancy, any word on the short sponsorship issue? Yes, apparently the FBI, happy enough with things at the moment. They're, they're happy to get a lot of little sponsors as opposed to having one big sponsor. So I don't think we're actually down any revenue as such, are we, on that? But it's the um, the prestige of having a large sponsor, I think, is more to worry there, isn't it? Yeah, I, I'd like to see it, to be honest, and, and yeah. on the training stuff, not on the match. Not show, on the course, match but I think one of the things we have to be reliant on is is a good campaign, and we haven't had that. So the draw with the for the Nations League coming up is going to be very, very important. Yeah, The manager as well is going to be important. We need a manager probably is going to be a bit more promotional of what the 
the ideals of the FAIR as well. So I think that will be something that may evolve in time. But I do think it's absolutely fine to call out the FAIR and that. I think it's a massive bailing, to be honest, that we haven't got one. Yep. Uh, some, you know, Jonathan Hill now has been in the job, what, two years? Uh, he doesn't live in Ireland. Uh, doesn't really, isn't very active on Twitter, unlike another CEO. Nope. Um, no, no. Who, who um, actually, yeah, Noel, um, what was you make of that story? Apparently he was trying to get Roy Keane as manager. Any truth to that? I wouldn't think there's any truth in it, but I just think that Roy, Roy's good mates with him. So he is, yeah, 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 so yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, good man, Noel. Do like Noel, Noel Mooney. Uh, but thank you, Jude, for your comment. Uh, Graham Farrell again. Kenny doesn't want to talk about Hammond's comments after Friday. He doesn't want to talk about Andrew accusing Gary Dicker of going to give Poya advice, which again was bullshit. So what does he want to answer? Gen- genuinely shitting tomorrow. Um, yeah, I actually, on the way back from the stadium, because all my mates abandoned me, by the way, if you're watching, they're in, <laughs> they're in the other part of, um, what's the name of the place everyone's in? It's not far over. Yeah, the Algolf. Yeah, the other back part. Oh, Albufera. Albufera. Are we going there afterwards? When? Tonight. No, no. Where are we going? You, you're taking Farrah. me somewhere. Yeah. We're going to Farrah. We're going to Farrah. We're not in Farrah. We're in Farrah, but we're going more central to Farrah. Right, not and to hopefully meet Irish fans. Jesus, <laughs> get away from him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a long old day, folks. Um, if you're in the Farrah where you see us, we will have uh, some recording equipment. So, uh, if you and badges and some of our stickers might be adorning places. Yeah, as well. and so look out for them. And tickets, Martin tickets. And tickets, yeah. Big suitcase full of I, I, don't even, I only had to, I actually brought my own match ticket yesterday, can you believe? Because I kind of messed something up with something. But don't need match there tickets. are match tickets available. Um, but you don't need it if you have the Lanyard, of course. Um, yes. Again, I would like to apologise on behalf of the Green Machine podcast that Dave, obviously, despite Friday's, you know, emphatic requests from the followers, oh, right, you yeah, did yeah, not yeah. throw your Lanyard. I did. I threw it in the bag. Yeah, I did. It just, it just, Boomerang back into the bag. I may, you know, who knows, eh? Um, right, let's move it on. Oh, actually, sorry, Haman's comments, as Graham rightly says. Um, yes, so I was on my way home mm-hmm. on the bus. So we got a bit sidetracked there. On my way home on the bus. And of course, I was actually able to see the Twitter videos from RT because I can't really see them when I'm in the UK. And Haman was absolutely skating, wasn't he? He said that, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but he basically mm-hmm. said that Kenny's been kidding the public for three yeah. years. I mean, uh, it's yeah i mean there has been a narrative and there's been a lot of people against kenny i think from the start but i think that you know it's it's results based i think Haman's respected enough to to know that it's it's results based at this level and i think it's absolutely right to call it out in a bit and you know i don't want to hear i i kind of i was a big fan of kenny um but i don't want to hear him talk anymore you know it was just too repetitive that yeah. he was saying how many players he capped and things. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. a man is calling it out now for what it is. It's not, it's not good enough. And and another manager, I, I believe, can get better performance out of so. this team. I believe so. You know, we, we, have a de- we have a spine of a decent side there. Just need a bit more savvy. Uh, Jamal Colorado. Hello, Jamal. And I believe you're a first-line commenter. How are you doing? Thank you over there on the YouTube channel. This Kenny Out business is a slippery slope. Next thing you know, you'll be expecting results. We can't expect results out of Stephen Kenny. Well, it is a result. I think we're just expecting improvement, though. Like we're not seeing performances. We're we're, we're not really. You know, we we've, no. we've we've played to type in the last two home games. We've, we've had a go at them for the first ten minutes, and then we've capitulated. That, that's it. Other better teams are managing the game better, and we've not got that experience yet mm-hmm. to do that. We were getting. You know, it was a period where we were getting results. Sorry, we were getting performances, but not results. Now we're getting neither. 
because that that the other night was absolutely dreadful. I mean, um, anyone who spoke to most most people at home just switched it off after half time because it wasn't. There was no hope. There was no hope that he was going to switch things around. There was no hope we were going to go for it. There was no hope of us really getting back and, into it. And fans are leaving. They are. They're both yeah. with their feet now. There wasn't a massive attendance, as as they claimed. People did leave early, as we know. Mm. Some people left at half time. That I know. And and, yeah. and and I'll be honest. They're they're fans who I would never have expected to have that happen. It's hopeless. So and that, that's why that's worrying. That is worrying. Uh, yeah, I mean, when the fans give up and when when they walk, and they and to be fair, they've been very patient with mm. with, with uh, Stephen Kenny. I'm rightly so, but you know, when the time comes, uh, Sean Gallagher. It always looks like Kenny never has a plan for when the opposition yeah. adapt to our early pressure. And game management has been his biggest downfall. That is one thing we have said from day one, and we hope it will improve over time. Is his. Uh, in-game management. It's just never been enough. You look, you go back to the days of Mick McCarthy, before he got into the Ireland job, his in-game management was fantastic. You look at some of the most famous results and it was all down to Mick actually making a, a swap. You know, he just, he just never got that. No, I, and I think that comes down to the coaching staff though as well. Like, I, I, you know, I've met Keith Andrews, got a lot of time for him in some respects mm-hmm. and stuff, but you know, he's not the most experienced. All right, he did all okay with the other 21s and stuff, but I think... I'd question that. John O'Shea's come in, you know, there's been so much upheaval in the background. I could probably have a bit of sympathy for Kenny in that regards, but you need really experienced coaches who can know the game. They really yeah. know the game. You have to adapt to the other team. You know, you can do all your presentations you want on the opposition before the game, but it's in games where it yeah. matters. Because, I mean, look look at the Dutch game and uh, Sean, by the way, and thank you for coming, Sean, your first time commentary, as you said earlier. Yeah. Good to see you, Sean. Thanks. Good to see you, man. Um, yeah, I mean, Sean makes a great point there. Because look at the game against Holland. We were all over them. We, we finally put them under pressure. Not very much attended. And basically, they adapted. And now that was it. That was it. They just went on and, and blew us away. Um, Martin Fitzpatrick. How do you do, Martin? Over Facebook. I'm worried about game tomorrow now, lads. What do you think? I'll be honest with you, Martin. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, tomorrow wasn't a given, and I thought the game at home was was very very bad, and it it it, it was very, yeah, it was very very bad. And their guy made a mistake, and we capitalised and we took the lead, and then they had to open up a little bit. But I don't know if that goal even made the mistakes. It was nil nil half time, wasn't it, Dublin? Yeah. So it's not a given tomorrow, and the team, you know, look look. Let's be honest here, right? The players are turning around and they're saying, oh, you know, we want to play for the manager. Horse shit bullshit they don't it's done and they know it's done and it they're being respectful aren't they? they're being respectful i mean what are you going to say in the media when they're part of the camp but uh yeah i, I tomorrow's not a given tomorrow is not a given um but it should be it should, it should be, be but it won't be and it won't hide the fact so you know if we win three nil tomorrow it's not going to hide the fact we, that we win 20 nil tomorrow yeah, it's, it's, it's the, the end it's not it's the end sadly yeah. and, and and we are big we wanted it to work, let's be honest. We did. We're not pro, pro, pro oh. Kenny, but we wanted a different approach no, to the no, game. I, I was very pro Kenny. Yeah, yeah. And but I, I mean, I, I, listen, you I'll, need to see results. I'll address that now. I mean, I, I'll still, when, when he does go, I'll get absolutely dog's abuse. And I can see the, I can see the names on the Facebook page. And, you know, I thought the way some of the people went on about Kenny at first was absolutely hysterical and not in a funny way. Yeah. The, the way they were all, oh, before a ball was kicked, oh, we don't want this man. And, you know... A lot of them are very happy to come out and say, I told you so. But if you wanted a man to fail from the very, very start, yeah, you're not back. Yeah. You know, I mean, we backed them. There was, it was a bad start. There was an upward tick. And then you think, here we go now. And it just, 
it just went down and it's um it's all very sad actually um they're, they're gone there Dennis Thor have gone there what do you make of Alan Brown bit of an enigma to me he's not really a technically skillful central midfielder who can dictate play or dribble past anyone which is desperately needed is that I wonder if that's Nick <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, for me, Alan Brown, he's sort of like a, a kind of a new age Ray Houghton, isn't he? You know, in, ter- in terms of he gets the important goals, you know. He- yeah, like he does very well for his club and he's club captain, I think, isn't he? But, yeah. I mean, he's, I don't think he's at the top international level by any means, but I think he's always done his best and I think he's adaptable. And this is probably something of, of the Kenny era. He can go into a number of positions and, and that's sadly what, Stephen Kenny has done over the years. Yeah. He does it with Jason Knight as well. He seems to problem solve by going, oh, I'm going to put him out there and I'm going to put him in there. Whereas I think you should play Jason Knight in his better position where, and, and tell him, that's where I'm going to play you. Every I'm going to give you a run of games, four games in that position. Alan Brown, if you're good enough, I'm going to give you a run of four games in that position. Yeah. That's what he should do. But And that's where Alan Brown, sadly, you know, he's, he's, he's a little bit like uh, Myler now. For me, you know, like just you're, you're a player, I can just put you in here, and I know you'll be Wing six, back. seven out of ten. Wing back, central but midfield. He's not. He's a good squad player for us, but that's all. He, he's played yeah. nearly everywhere, bar up front. Like he's played behind the front man. He's yeah. played wing back. He's played. You know, he's a good. Pro. You know, Alan Brown's a good, good pro. pro. Yeah, he's a good pro. You know, and, and I think history will look back on kindly. To be honest, um, Graham Fowle, Keith Andrews made himself look like a muppet on Thursday with his comments, and then Kenny last night didn't back him. Jesus, we're in trouble. Uh, yeah, we did comment on that earlier on. Silly comments from Keith. I have, I have a lot of time for Keith Andrews. Well, I've never met him, like yourself, but um, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I actually finally, I watched the footage back. Mm. I don't know what you had to gain to say, you know, yeah. to say to, no. what did you have to gain to say that? A, a, a key question of, often people will say is, where's, where does Stephen Kenny go after this um, when it ends with Ireland? Yeah. But where does Keith Andrews go is another thing. And, and is that him trying to make himself relevant or not? I don't know. You know, we know he's a pundit and stuff, does the championships. He's okay at that because that's the level of he played at basically as well. Nice guy. He's not a, the worst part. I know he gets a lot of grief for being a pundit, but he does know the championship. He knows the players week in, week out. He's not too so, bad. So but Martin O'Neill was a lucky manager. But yeah. But I think, yeah, he, he has had these little spats and rails of people. And mm. I think you don't need that. You know, like if you really look at it, Maybe not as many spats as Roy Keane had with Martin O'Neill and with the players and it coming out. But yeah. I, I, I genuinely think not everything is very rosy in that backroom situation yeah, now as as it has been with Barry leaving, Duffer leaving. You know, we don't know if there's anything with Keith Andrews there. I mean, he's a big personality in a sense because yeah. he's very opinionated on his punditry. Yeah. You just don't know does that rub people up the wrong way. You wouldn't know. But you know, I, I thought it was very silly to do that. Uh, with Gus Poet because yeah. you've got to be able to back it up. If you come out with that, you have to back it up with names yeah. and like and he, and he he kind of backtracked, didn't he? And the thing is, is that happens all the time. Like you know, where um, they'll take photographs of starting lineups and this kind of thing. It happens mm-hmm. all the time. You deal yeah. with it. You know, you find the edge, then you. Yeah, but anyway, move it on. Um, Denador of Gondor again. However, Anna Brown does have decent finishing ability and is usually the oldest player in midfield forward Aries 28 years old so brings experience and we continue no disrespect meant to him but just seems like if Brown doesn't score he doesn't offer much else I'd agree with that 
as you said, he's not exactly. Very... I think he's trusted. He'll do a job yeah. for you. Guys. He, he'll he'll come on and get you an important goal. That's, that seems to be the way. Jude mm-hmm. Clancy, how are you doing again, Jude? Uh, what are you feeling? Nathan Collins being pulled out at half time the last game. There was no injury. Was there? Seemed harsh. Always harsh when someone's taken off. Then, um, I think Nathan Collins has flattered to see a little bit as um, well this season. Anyway, I think he's been very poor. Um, he, he's been taken off a couple of times, if my memory serves me correctly. He is, you know, yet again, he's a ball playing centre back. And is it him? Is it the system? I don't know. Um, but I mean, Shane Duffy wasn't exactly. I mean, listen, no, nobody, um, nobody absolutely did themselves any favours on Friday, but he wasn't one of you know, Shane Duffy wasn't exactly one of the worst players. No, I thought Shane Duffy was better than Collins, and, and yeah, yeah to, to pull him, I could understand it. I mean, look, I'd also say that, um, Benet got mad at the match the other night, and oh, yet Ronnie. he was mistake for a few few chances there as well. Yeah. Like for, for their goal, I thought I thought he was actually culpable for the first one. Um, so yeah, but he still got man of the match. So you, you've got to be at a good level, and um, yeah, it's a, it's a shame. And I mean, Collins is one that we need to be building it around. I think Duff Duffy's like you know he had his yeah. he had a good game, but I mean, but he's not the future, is he? And Egan, no. I think, is worrying me now. The injuries. It's, yeah, it's I mean, it's a little bit like end of Stevens territory. I mean, you got scales. Uh, I mean, scales and Collins. I would have liked to have seen those two two ball playing centre backs, you know, together. But I'm a Bamadelli's a bit of a mystery as well, let's be honest. And the other thing, and, and even like Mark McGuinness is doing really well with Cardiff. Why is he not in there? Yeah. You have to start questioning now. Like, again, why I just got it in my head there, end of Stevens. That's ridiculous. That was, if you think about the context he, of how he, he came in there. And then we've dropped James yeah. McLean. Like, I was. I messaged the other night with James McLean could easily have been in that squad. And like, why did you drop him for that game? It didn't make sense. Yeah, I probably would have left. I mean, no, leave it the same then. We've that's got four all. games left. There's, that, there's a lot more to it. There's a lot more going on. There's also seemed a lot more going on. You touched on it earlier in the podcast. I mean, like James McLean like gets to go out and says, "Well, by the way, I'm leaving at the end of November." Yeah, and he's he, been dropped from the squad. Yeah. He's not happy, and he's getting his back. So does that mean now he has to be in the November squad? Basically, like, that's what are, are said. You, am I having a good buy? Are you are you picking him? Like I, I'd imagine he'll. So does that mean now he's guaranteed a berth in the team, regardless of form? That that shows you the ridiculous not <laughs> of it because he yeah. had his hundred caps, amazing achievement. He had his day. He had the family coming yeah. out. Was captain. We're he had that, we don't need here. to be doing this again in November. You can't have two yeah. days out. Like Jesus. Yeah, it's a it's a bit it's a bit weird way. It's a bit like stupid. It's it's a bit amateur. It, it, it does feel a bit like that. I mean, that, that is ridiculous. I mean, okay, if it's planned that oh, he'll come in for the November game against New Zealand, fair enough. Yeah, but but, you know, what are you getting for that? Yeah, and there's no continuity. There's just no continuity here at all. Um, oh, Dave's date, Dave up. Calm down, Dave. I'll be down in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Shane Brown, uh, safe travels, lads, and enjoy the trip. Um, Ireland 24 0 tomorrow. Yep, thank you, Shane. And uh, let Kenny walk away on that. Oh, Shane starts to take the Dodge game, otherwise it's going to end on a very sour note. I'll tell you what, Shane, that is one of the best comments we've ever had on the podcast. I would agree completely with that. Let him go out with a bit of dignity, head held high. But don't want to get still nasty. playing for him, not getting nasty. Yeah. Go out and play, and he can walk away and say, I think I've left us in a you in a better place. And you know, no, it's not been for me, and I'm going to step aside now and, yeah. you know, let them build. He, I, he, I failed in the qualification. Yeah. He can say that because it's, it's, it's gone, right? So we'll know that tomorrow. Anyway, uh, we'll be knowing now. But I think that that's a nice way for it to happen. He's, he's not a horrible man. Uh, no, no, Stephen no. Kenny. He's, he's a lovely guy. Yeah. It just hasn't worked. And 
I think that's a, that I, is I, a really good message, that is. I don't want it to get to the level of what happened to Stan. Now, I don't think that'll ever happen again. You'll never get that in this. You know, it's actually, when you look back, how ridiculous it got with Stan. Well, the press co- coverage was awful, though. It like, really was. It was, and Kermit and all it was that like, stuff. Is there. It was like Britain in the 90s. Yeah. It was very British in the 90s, wasn't it? Well, you're the one who buys the sun digital band. Who, me? <laughs> you cheeky bastard. I don't buy any newspaper. I am the media. Um... No, it's uh, yeah. I mean, I don't want it to get to that level. Let them go out and sort. I mean, I just, I just shudder to think if we don't get a result tomorrow, and um, you know, a few lads here with a few drinks on them, you know, and it's that could, and if it's crap, that will happen. Yeah, I don't want that to happen. But anyway, Shane, so thank you very much for your comment. Great comment, by the way. Keep them coming. We're gonna stay till the comments dry up. Um, need to sober him up for a start. Nah. Jamal Colorado again. We can't win them all. Judge Kenny by the progress we've made. Third seed losing home and away to fourth seed. Yeah, nah, the manners of the, the manners of the losses, though, Jamal. That's that's the problem. Like you know, clueless at times. It does seem a little bit. Uh, it does seem. It does seem a little bit at sea. And what I think is quite jarring is that the level of mistakes that are made seem to be quite. I've never coached a team. You know, does LMA manager count? I don't know. Um, I've never coached a team or anything like that. But I can see the glaring mistakes that have been made. You, the top managers stick to the principles. That's about me. Top manager. Oh yeah, top manager. Well, I, we, look, we just will go off on a tangent now. Green Machine, we do, we do uh, sponsor a grassroots. Well, we do sponsor team. grassroots. We sponsor my team, team Enfield Town, and we're, we've won five on the trot. That's to do with the management. Again, I, I, fair play to the boys this morning. Geez, you know, I, I left the pitch this morning at ten past eleven, and I got to Stansted at ten past twelve, and I met you in the queue, and we got on the flight, and. They, I said to them, cheer me up, because the rugby disappointed me. Ireland Friday night disappointed me. I watched them for time. Oh, right, you, you, you went up and said, listen. Amazing. Listen, so, no yeah. tea. But I'm coaching. Yeah, I am yeah, coaching. No tea. I am coaching at under 12 level, right? But you are doing your way for badges, basically, to, to do that. Like, yeah. if you want to, and I do. Yeah. Now, I, I, honestly, I know this sounds really weird now, and I know we're sponsored by Sagres <laughs> this evening, but I am. Um, they're all empty now. What? I need to get down, to the, I need the, to get down to the main place. I always think of the Euro 96 campaign. But my thoughts the other night when we watched Ireland, when he, what he does with Jason Knight and he was moving, like even Evan Ferguson was near enough playing the centre midfield the other night. It was a little bit like what we have to do at under 12, 11. You're rotating players and letting them play in different positions so they learn the game. It was a little bit like that. I honestly felt that the other night. And now, well done to the lads anyway. I just want to give them a shout out. Uh, yeah, you know, great manager. Watch, watch him. Don't dislocate your shoulder, pat yourself in the back there. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, I I was actually in the middle of making a great point there, and I've now completely forgotten about it. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Right, we'll move it on. It was brilliant, actually. I can't remember what it was, but it's phenomenal. Um, Graham Farrell. Robbie's back in Dublin for his kid's birthday, apparently, and if you some Irish fans uh are giving him because he took a job in Israel is mental i mean that's a very mm-hmm. sensitive subject uh, i don't want to get involved on that but i i you know when the news broke that he was kind of he had to be held in a panic room and then he had to be yeah. basically smuggled out of the country to greet some people you know i saw some of the comments for a bit yeah mm, a bit much. Much. you don't need to do that like, no. we want him safe then we want everyone don't, safe want everyone's safe. Don't want it. yeah i think uh i think life i think people's lives uh, it's quite trivialized in 2023, and I, mm. I have my I'm scratching my head, yeah, a lot. Um, <laughs> don't worry, I haven't, I haven't got a dose. 
<laughs> Frank, it's all right. It's eight o'clock here. We can say what we want. Uh, Frank Gowan, nil nil tomorrow night. Gary Dicker, New Irish manager. Good <laughs> man, Frank. Good man. Uh, Grania Clark, how you doing, Grania? Oh, we haven't heard from Granny, Granny for a while. She's a long-time listener to the podcast. How are you doing, Granny? Time for Kenny to go. Poor performance, poor atmosphere at the game. There's no reflection in action from Kenny. Too late to react and adapt to the questions, uh, adapt to the opposition's playing style. Uh, felt reminiscent of October 2018 at the end of the O'Neill Keane partnership. Change needed. We need a boost, lads. That's that's very a good point. Astute. Uh, you, that's spot on. Do you know what? I was actually thinking that the other day, that this is like... When I was in Lansdowne Road and the start, before I actually came up with the idea of doing the pace Lansdowne Road, I went to the Nations League games just towards the end because Kenny McCoy's dad, um, Johnny, I think it's Johnny McCoy. If you're watching Lance, I hope you're your good friend. Your good friend Kenny, you don't know his dad's name. <laughs> anyway, Kenny's dad, and he gave up a season ticket because he couldn't go anymore. You know, you know, mm, he's not right, getting yeah. any younger. And that's what I was thinking. It was like that game against Northern Ireland. It was bleak. It was hopeless. It was like being at mass again. Um, it was just really, you know, we are in a Catholic country, by the way. Just, uh, yeah, I had the Angelus at six when we had But it was just very much like that. I felt, you know, there's kind of no hope here. And you're going through the motions and you're just waiting for a new manager to come. You know it's coming. Mm-hmm. But no, fair play, Brian. Spot on. And, and it did, just that, 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 Roy Keane and Martin O'Neill, like, it, it ended in our roost, didn't it? With Stephen Kenny then coming in, and after that, uh, well, Mick came, oh, Mick came in. Sorry, yeah, Mick came in. And the 21s was the someone the, tell Martin O'Neill that, will they? No, 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 but it, it was very, um, yeah, but and it ended yeah. that night. And, and to be yeah. fair, that night was very poisonous as well. Uh, in the stands, it does, it does get there was a lot of protests against yeah. uh, the FBI at that time with John Delaney because in particular. No but, but Roy, Roy went that night in, went for someone in the crowd that night. Did I never tell you this? Story? I think you have actually. Yeah, yeah Roy. There were two pissed up lads down yeah, the bottom yeah. at the tunnel. One. This isn't a Levy or Lansdowne. It, this was in our roots, uh, and, um, and uh, they did. And yeah, I, I had a chat with John Delaney that night and explained what I'd seen. Because Darren Randolph gave me his gloves. That's how I know. Gave you his gloves, or you? Got oh, I asked him for Keaton, obviously. But and, and the best thing about that night, look, that was a dead rubber game. Look, we went over. That's like this game. We went over yeah, there, right yeah. now. Many of you will know that I do collect Irish football memorabilia and stuff, but, but many of you wouldn't also know that the night Darren Randolph gave me the gloves, I walked into the pub wearing the gloves <laughs> and then held my pint in it for about an hour. So I got a bit of fun and humour out of it and people had photos with them. Did and then I thought, the someone's going to have them in a minute. And uh, so I brought them up to my hotel room and then went back down. And, the then, did, and then he turned that, that, that that about, about 20 minutes later after doing something Thank you, Darren, again. Man, and his mum is a lovely woman and a wonderful musician, actually. Yeah, um, like actually. The sag are kicking in, let's be honest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God knows we're going to end up tonight. Um, David Levy, of course, brother of Daniel. Putting a League of Ireland manager in charge of the senior team was a gamble that backfired badly with Kerr 20 years ago. It didn't work with Kerr. It didn't work on hand in the 80s either. Mm. I mean, what I would say, though, is about... And, and you are right there, David. But what I would say there, obviously, with... Um, uh, well, and he got very lucky. He went down goal difference, mm. you know. So he was very close to that. And then I think after that, kind of all went to pop for Mexico '86. That was Spain '84, wasn't it? Yeah. Sorry, Spain '82. Um, the game in um in Heisel went down Belgium, goal, yeah. goal difference. Belgium, France, the Dutch. Um, and I could be mistaken there. Just off the top of my head, you know, Brian Kerr. I saw somebody there actually. Somebody on the YouTube channel said that my. Uh, my comment comparing it to Kerr was laughable, the whole Stephen Kenny thing, uh, because Kerr 
should have been rehired. Uh, what people forget about Brian Carey is that because he had the highest percentage record uh, for an Ireland manager. But when it came to um, competitive games, actually he never beat a team inside the top 80. Just saying. Yeah. Just yeah. putting it out there. Yeah. Um, Nico Farrell. Come on. You don't believe we're not down money because no sponsor of that spin. Why would, what are we spinning about? That's what I was first to say. But no, like we, we obviously do need money. Um, yeah. And, and, but we've not been able to attract a sponsor and that's because of the results and the management ultimately. I mean, we're and, probably, I mean, look, we're probably, I mean, I don't know the figures. Uh, Nico, to be honest with you, I, 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 I don't know uh, the figures at all. But I mean, I'm just I'm just going by what they've said and their explanation towards it. And to be fair, it does make a bit of sense. You get a lot of little sponsors and you can maybe make up a big one. At the end of the day, we're not Liverpool. We're not Man United. We're not going to get a massive sponsor, you know, because um, the, the state the team's in at the moment. But I, I'm just going by what they've said. Um, Graham Farrell wants to know how, how is the segue? Yes, good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I should have done. I was gonna. I, when I read that there, because we can obviously some of the comments coming up and stuff yeah. on the side. Um, I was thinking we should have set up that. You know, buy me a coffee. <laughs> 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 I don't think. Well, I'd be. A, I don't know if I could drink them all because you're so generous. I'm so sure, but uh, yeah. No, I'm only joking. But no, yeah, it's 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 going all right. Nice, yeah, nice he's stuff. happy. He's only seen two laptops at the Frank Owen, uh, go to Villamura Cats nightclub. Mm, sounds do. like more of Dave's kind of place than mine. <laughs> I'll bring me change. Uh, Adam Kavanagh, morning from Vancouver, lads. Good morning, Adam. How are you doing? Hoping for this to be an experimental side, whether it's 1 0 or 5 0. I don't think anyone really care. I think it's fair. Uh, Francis, oh, Concubar. Concubar? Hope I'm saying that right. Anyone know why Steve Breeze is the bookie's favourite? Is there anything there? I really hope not. I don't know. I don't think anyone. He's the new Martin O'Neill. He's he's the front of every, well, especially the market we're in now for, for yeah. betting. I do have a clue about betting a little bit, and I don't know why he's near it, to be honest. You have to remember, though, with the bookies, with, with things like that, unless he's absolutely odds on, as it, you know, as if in ridiculously odds on, I wasn't paying much attention yeah. to that. All that is, is that somebody moving the market has just put maybe five grand on it for the crack. It's not even that. You wouldn't even have to. You can move a manager's market by having so early a hundred pound, yeah, or fifty quid. It's, so, it's so nothing moves. Market just moves. It's, yeah. it's rubbish. It, it depends, and, they, and it's fake by the bookies. Yeah. Often as well. it, it depends. It depends on on how saturated that particular yeah. market is. I, I used to work in and just to say as well, when the fun stops, yeah, I'm not a bet. <laughs> Don't stop. Yeah, stop. Uh, <laughs> one day you'll hear that, Mark. Um, uh, but yeah, so Francis, I, I wouldn't pay much attention to that. Now, when it gets closer and when it's made official that Stephen Kenny, you know, they're, they're moving off of Stephen Kenny, they are moving off of Stephen Kenny. Um, then when you see an absolute odds on favourite, when the market gets tighter, more money going on it, then you start paying attention to that. Doesn't mean he won't be the manager at some point, but I wouldn't be going on that as it is. I'll explain that. Graham Farrell, I was happy Kenny got the job. He's getting a free ride mm. from the media. Karen Stan got slaughtered from the media. So why are they lending Kenny off? It's getting worse. I think basically they just, the media just wanted, this is what we've kind of been asking for, isn't it? We got what yeah. we asked for. And it, They've given him time. I think he's had more than enough time now. That's the thing. Yeah. 100%, yeah. And he deserved time. He deserves. Yeah, yeah, he does. So, and, and the new guy will. Whoever yes. comes in next, it's going to have to be back. We've got to be patient. There's no point. Like turning over and going, oh, we've got the wrong straight away with the new guy. Gets no, no, it's it's John O'Shea comes in. Yeah. You know, people all if he if he, it's like Oli Gunnar Solskjaer at Man United mm. came in holding the reins, put a bit of kind of you know, bring it back to the glory days in a sense, right? And then and then you know, we had Rio jumping up and down, going, Oli's at the wheel, man, give him the, give him the contract. Great impression, I thought. Um, and uh, that went really well, but 
Well, no, but it, but it did. We finished second in the league, so I don't want to bring on to Man United, but but like we did all right under Oli, but because it just gives such a lift, and I don't think that's we're we're not far away. We're not far away with the players we have. No, We've no, got no. one of the most exciting strikers in. He's a Golden Boy Award nominee now. Yeah, um, brilliant, yeah. Evan. We've got a fantastic goalkeeper. The spine of the team is pretty solid now, so I think yeah. he has got an opportunity there. And he, the there's new guys have got an opportunity. There's a good side, and I think that. Yeah. And you have to give them time. Yeah, there's a good side, and whoever comes in needs time. But we're going to move these comments on. Still got those. Keep them coming in. Though. And we want to go and meet the fans, of course. Uh, of course, my fans. Bather of Gondor again. How do you guys? What do you guys make of Seabrooks being a mix for Iron Manager? Last time we checked, he was second favourite. I prefer Carsley Dove. Crochet or Robbie Keane over Bruce. Yeah, I think for me, uh, very quickly, Martin, because we've already kind yeah, of the, it's the amount of money with Carsley, and a lot of it is going to be money. It's going to be money, money. Um, but I, I think it's going to be somebody we need to take a punt on. Somebody's going to be inexperienced. Uh, I said it on Friday. If you're going to get somebody in, let's say like a Carsley, you'll see as a stepping stone to a championship mm. or a Premier, maybe a Premier League job. Actually. Yeah, but then that, that's why the contractual stuff is yeah. important because and that's you, you can say it. we want you. Yeah. Can you commit to do campaigns and, you have a and you're not walking away? Look, Martin O'Neill tried to leave us two or three times. Without a doubt, he did. So that's Of course he did. Yeah. After the 5-1 and Stoke yeah. and everything. So, but anyway, Donald Bryan hasn't been this band a long time. The experience of Kenny at top level yeah. is glaringly obvious. Jimmy Shell, uh, no performance was poor. Seems to be getting worse as if players were afraid to make mistakes. And saying that, I don't think Greece got credit they deserved. Point. Uh, Poye has done a fantastic job and last qualifying group was stamping his plans on them and for me it's been proved that he uh his Greeks are usually improving under him uh wouldn't be surprised if they finish second in the group great chance uh tomorrow as well isn't it they they're, they're yeah Greece yeah yeah and, and it's a massive game and and yeah sold look, out as well the, the, the dutch are in a, an awful state in a sense yep yep and uh graham farrell just uh want to score the point there oh, yeah. tomorrow gets home at home is huge for them um, Jimmy Shell, hopefully that dog doesn't escape, but it's all right. We're on the fourth floor here anyway. There's a big pool there. Take the chances. Um, he's gone away. Sean Gallagher, I'd love if Kieran McKenna was interested in the job. It's amazing what he's done with this, which he's done very well. The football, mm. the goal that Jack Taylor scored. Oh, the passing, phenomenal. Francis Okumki Bar again. Lads, can you tell that dog to be quiet? But well, he's gone away, Francis. So, um, are we looking on the sound? Yeah, still well, all right? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Graham Farrell, hope that dog's not playing up front tomorrow night. And uh, <laughs> yeah, telling me, uh, me, dog and Dave, hang on there from Graham Farrell. Uh, Brandon Walsh, fair play to Keith Andrews the other day for motivating Greece to beat us <laughs> even more with his stupid spying comments. That's more than he's ever motivated us in three years. Roy Keane was right about him calling him a bluffer in the past. Uh, Ronan Tilly, how you doing, Ronan? Why is Kenny still the manager? Is it so he gets himself inflated salary right to the very end? He should have voluntary step down ages ago. But you got to remember, Ron, let, let, let's talk about brass tacks. We're not talking about a Martin O'Neill figure here or some like Mick who is set up for life. You know, we're talking about a guy who was managing the League of Ireland. You know, he's well off, but, you know, we're not talking about multi multi millionaire here. So, you know, it's not like a tippy top manager walking away <laughs> from walking away from a job. So, uh, Oh, yeah, I see the comment there, you know, so maybe there's a bit of that as well. Or maybe he does actually feel he, he's going to turn it around. I, I don't know. Um, Francis, yeah. come to bear again. He begged for the he begged for the gloves. Darren got scared and handed him over. Frank was there. He knows. Yeah, but he does. 
Dennis Hurd, Gondor again, Basuna, Manning, Collins, Egan, Doherty, Cullen, Knight, Small, Ben, Mikey, Jay, Ferguson, and Benny in a 4-3-3 with everyone fit and ready. This seems like a reasonable team, to be honest. Um, Dolphy was actually, he, he wasn't very complimentary towards Cousin Will. He says he doesn't understand why he's anywhere near the starting eleven. Well, I don't know why he's played in that position in the sense that, you know, again, uh, that's a question. Mm -hmm. Kenny, like, Southampton, he started a bit deeper this season. He, he's not playing a forward uh, midfield role, but he got picked there the other night. Look, we could have been in five minutes. He, he had the shot that we nearly scored from. So wasn't brilliant the other night. But, you know, he, he's look, he's had three or four caps. So I, I can't be faulting him, to be honest, for where we are at the moment. Okay. There you go. PR machine protect there. The family, for... Protect the family, mate. Protect the family, yeah. <laughs> um... Graham Farrell, uh, the next appointment is absolutely huge. Don't promote Croft that he's doing amazing with the under 21s. We're flying the group of minute three wins from three. Yeah, I mean, you know. You yeah, I, I would say, though, he's got to qualify with that group now, to be honest. Yeah, and I think that, and, and he was very close to the last time, but, you know, that, that's yeah, where we it's are. It's kind right. of sad when you think about it. Like, Kenny had the under 21s playing beautifully, mm. playing beautifully. Oh, Alan Peter Michael Moore. Um, uh, I knew this was coming because he asked me this question the other day. How you doing, Alan? He's not doesn't normally contribute on the pod, but uh, I know he's a big fan of Lance Road. He's a good man. Uh, but he was asking me about this. Uh, is the future still bright, despite us not being sure of beating Gibraltar or can we recognise that because of our FA, we are screwed for years to come? Hashtag happy clappers. So I used to always put the future is bright hashtag on it. Yeah. Alan will take umbrage with that. I mean, you know, you have your opinion, Alan. I have mine. That's the beauty of the pod and the page. And um, I do still think the future is bright. The present is pretty shit. Um, but I think the future is bright. I think we do have a very good young young team. We have the makers of a young team. But you look, oh, you look at the difference of Greece there. We're, we're we're having, we're saying how to streetwise, you know, Kenny and, and and you know he said he, they were a streetwise team. Why can't we be streetwise? What's wrong with being streetwise? Do you know what I mean? Like it's just that those little advantages. You know, you have to. Yeah, the, the aim of the game is winning. You know, and I know it's results business. And we were saying, well, we don't mind the results at the beginning because you know it was about building something new, tearing it all up again and starting, tearing it all up and starting again. But it does get to a point, especially when you're three years into it, you do need to be producing results. There's a lot wrong, isn't there? My, my view on this, I mean, I had a bit yeah. of rant the other night, like, you know, we, we need the management to be right at the senior level, motivated, some really talented players, and they are, right? But in the background, we can't let the FAI, I think, not be accountable for some crap that's still happening within the association in all honesty mm. that's not the, I, I won't have anyone really slag off the ticket office Kriya does a fantastic job most of us who go to games know she does but she's we're understaffed in there we're trying to promote yeah. games now and season tickets and yet the engagement from the FAI with match going fans is that it's an all-time low like for all the faults of John Delaney he did engage with the fans okay certain fan groups he didn't but he did with a lot of them and he recognised who was, um, you know, quite consistent in their support of Ireland. Okay, he manipulated that as well, right? But at the same time, we we did okay with, with the football-wise. He brought in big names, managers and stuff. And yeah, I think we've got to start holding the FAI accountable for some of the rubbish in the background that's still going yeah, ongoing. I mean, There's some things have not changed in the FAI and that is going to take time. I still think that... And that's yeah. the shit show we're in. Yeah, I do think it, it still will take time. I mean, there was, a, I was just, I actually just finished up reading uh, Champagne Football again. I love that book. You know, it's just the, it, the pressing, I mean, you got decades, decades of shit to, to untangle mm. there. You know, basic yeah, accountant, yeah. like, you know, that's what you're up against basic accountancy not applied 
a spreadsheet. <laughs> I think <laughs> Back the, in the I day. think with you if you as Irish fans, I think you really need to read that book and you also need to read uh, the team chat bill and you think you need yeah. to know your Irish football history, right? Of we're a relatively new association. Okay, we're hundred years old. But the shit show of it all, like up to John Giles' period, John Giles was our first manager coming in who was actually allowed to pick the team. It used to be done by some old guys on committees no, that and was, stuff. That was um that wasn't him. Oh Christ, what's his name? He was only charged for a few games. He recently passed away, actually. He's our first ever manager, wasn't no, he? No, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I know. Oh, I can't John Giles was the first one who was probably the first he manager could, we had in. I think Johnny Giles, Johnny Giles, Johnny Giles, he wasn't the first one to pick the team, but Martin, you did make a very good point. He was the first one that was able to get the team in for meetups. Yes. They yeah. used to just sh show up on the day of the game yeah. and go to, like, he was the and one. And you picked with your new people. Training. And you think we're yeah. a relatively young association in that way. It was no one hand. It all got so big yeah. for us. It was no one hand, Peter. It was no one hand. It all got so big, though, for us around Big Jack and, yeah. and those fantastic years. But, like, look at the money we've wasted. There we go. Hilf it away. Make me. Well done. No, Thank you. Bernard fan. Uh, well, Bernard fan. So, uh, Bernard's wrist London member. Bernard Is he over here? Are you over here, Bernard? I you I should know, know. you're the chair. I know. He'd have got a ticket off me if he was. I don't know who you are. Um, you can still get a ticket anyway, Brian, yeah. off Mark. Um, but yeah, no, we, no but that's, that's my point, though. You, we're a relatively young association in, in, some, in some respects. We waste a lot of money on the big jack years and stuff you know we didn't invest in a stadium then that we no, could have had so no, no, there's no. lots of thoughts we could talk about this yeah, all we, night. We, we, it's another part we yeah. won't get bogged down on that i'm going to get into the last few comments here by the way guys thank you so much for interesting one to one that, that's the odds for Gibraltar to win could happen we are an all time well that's true you know because we were half time against these guys in dublin and then they got we, we you know as i said we got that mistake the goalkeeper spilt it and then you know we opened it up but it, it was not good at all um and coming back, trying to manifest Russell Martin as a contender for the next manager. Uh, Graham Farrell, big time man. He has to qualify. This is what he wants. His son, Jim Crawford. Uh, this is a group with class players, all in race levels, doing well at the moment. And I think the senior team will. We do have some very, very good players there. Um, and Graham Farrell, uh, Liam too was the first manager, but he never got to pick the team. Giles made his professional and got to pick the team. Actually, uh, what Mick Megan was the first one post. Uh, oh, all right, oh, okay. Um, yeah, McMeegan was the first one post the big five that got to pick it. It was big five, wasn't it? They got to pick the team. Uh, but Giles, and look, I think Owen Hahn made a great point, not to get too bogged down on it. Um, in Green, it's called a great documentary, by the way. A lot of people in that are no longer with us, sadly. And uh, he said it was progression to the Charlton area. Era. You know, Hand played his part, Tui before that. I think it was Tui then Hand. No, no, it was Tui, Giles, Hand, McMeegan before that. And I think um, uh, Alan Kelly... Senior. senior before that i think he was manager for a game and then decided he didn't want it and then giles just basically threatened to walk away a lot uh bernard is not here he's in london but he is going to amsterdam good man bernard and sean keller i'll probably leave this as the last comment <laughs> tell me lads why don't you pronounce the or at the end of gibraltar 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 tur gibraltar 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 because we're irish and that's what we do <laughs> gibraltar um and brain hmm, fart here actually it's an intro yeah mick megan said that he was managing draw there i was told he had it in the middle of a game <laughs> that is pretty mad and uh, uh, actually we got you know we'll take a couple more of these comments in actually we won't go just yet um ronald tilly one of Gibraltar's best players is a student of Loughborough University in New Birmingham. Is that nice. Loughborough or Loughborough? Loughborough. 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 Very famous Loughborough. sport in the university. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Shell. Always great to listen in, guys. Have a good night and trip. Hopefully, players are played in their right positions like night. Well, that is what we do hope for. And that's where we're going to leave it, guys. Thank you very, Our very first much. Well done, Our first one abroad. Yeah, we're going to have a little celebration later on. The cameras won't be on for that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, we've got people to meet down, Pharaoh. If you are around, grab some badges of us. Grab some, some badges, some tickets. Look out for the stickers. No tickets. What are you want about tickets for? <laughs> um, yeah, do give us a shout. Uh, we will be around the Pharaoh area. We're going to go off there. It's 8.26 local time. Anyway, listen, guys, thank you very much for coming in. We will be live tomorrow for the pre-match, normally about an hour before kickoff, which is it 8.45 kickoff here. It is, isn't it? I'm 7.45 back and play. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, so you'll follow up. We're, we're going to put a lot of stuff out tomorrow. I'm going to try and chat to loads of Irish fans on the streets and in the bars and yeah, so catch up with us. Follow us on the socials. Yep, Instagram, Twitter, all that happy stuff, Facebook, YouTube. If you don't follow us on the YouTube channel, please give us a little cheeky subscribe on YouTube. We are trying to grow that. We do have some big plans for that next year. Unfortunately, real life got in the way this year. But uh, yeah, we're live from Stadium tomorrow, an hour before kickoff for about 20 minutes. Get your comments, start at 11. And then we will be back uh, almost immediately after, um, after uh, Sandra, Sandra Keogh. Uh, my old school mate there and we will be back immediately pretty much about five or so minutes after the full time whistle uh, hopefully we'll be talking about a comfortable a comfy Irish win and we won't be um, talking about one of those historical moments where somebody gets a sign made out of the back of a cornflakes flakes packet like it happened with uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, the cardboard box looking for Kenny to get out but anyway listen we're going to leave it there thank you very much for watching um, if you're going to the game hopefully we'll see you tomorrow hopefully we'll see you later on tonight and if not we'll chat to you guys tomorrow thank you very much good night and God bless from Pharaoh. Right.